think uh, and the, is it, it reminds me of when that Vicky chick the Bam, we're live. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't remember us saying anything bad about them either. It's so weird because I'm I'm such a uh first of all, I think if I had a body like this, I would dress significantly closer to how she dresses than how I dress. Like if yeah. I had a nicer body, I, like, if, like, like, look at these guys. You just don't see me with my shirt off a lot. Cause I just got like, but, but you know, those tailpipes you put on really loud. I have a tailpipe on my motorcycle. That's so fucking loud that no one and it backfires. It's a like okay. a $1,200 or $1,500 custom made titanium uh, pipe. I forget, forget the name of the company, but basically no one, when, when I go riding, no one wants to ride behind me, especially so on the freeway. Oh, you get destroyed. And my bike, my Harley so fucking cool. It's really low to the ground. It's all fucking black. It's, it's, it's got the, absurdly large engine in it uh over 2000 cc's and, and that's kind of what danny is and i was just trying to like think if she because she said in that post she doesn't want people to talk about her body i just that's her biggest selling point well i i just i just cannot fucking believe what are we supposed to talk about here the lemons i mean that's the whole point of this photo the juxtaposition of these rocks and these yellow lemons and these waves and then her titties. And then like the way this thing, like the way her lies are uh, lies, <laughs> the way her lies come out of her mouth, the way her thighs are folded, her direct look into the camera. <laughs> I, I just don't. Um, oh, okay. Who likes calling? Oh, this is a post about doctor's appointments about steady MD. My bad. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought it was about to show off all the hard work and dedication she's put into her body yeah she has to be lying i'd be willing to bet um i'd be willing to bet i don't know what's this one about my um uh some of my favorite messages i get are from women who say i've given them confidence in their own bodies oh so she does want people to talk about her bodies (laughs) i wear shorts to the gym now because i've learned to love my thick thighs well, I've always loved them. I no one had to teach me. I never had to learn to love them. I, from a young age, I liked giraffes and I liked cockroaches. I, I I used to have cockroaches, and I would have loved to have had a fucking giraffe. <laughs> this picture, the first thing I look at is Alec uh, Smith's pants to see if he has a big dick or not. I cannot lie. <laughs> And I go to or and I go to her second. And then the next thing I notice is that she's not wearing makeup, and I think she, I think she's prettier. Like like she looks more on natural here. I like that shit wild myself. I don't mind like a dread in the back and a big old bush. Um, I uh, this is about the shoes right here. Oh really? I would never have guessed. Um, this I'm is also about, so much less likely to read the caption. This is about the gains box that she got, or no, wait, what is that? Uh, food. This has to do with food. I just, I, th- she's either lying or she's playing a trick on us. 
for those of you who don't know what I'm referencing, I'm referencing this post she made about people talking. Uh, someone said, do you get tired of people talk, uh, commenting? Oh, Gary's here. Hi, Gary. Yo, 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 what's up? Bringing it, bringing it. Uh, we'll get up, back bro? to we'll get back to Miss uh, Spiegel later. No, no. I oh, just not your... me. Just not me. Okay. What were you going to say, Gary? You said for those of you not sure what I'm referencing, you were about to explain. I was trying to get caught up. What? Oh, so this um, this this uh, cr- uh, successful CrossFit athlete has this Instagram account. That's like um, it, back in the 80s, they would have called it like, I don't know what they would have called it. Maybe it would have been pornography or soft porn. But basically, <laughs> basically now it's just called Instagram. Oh. <laughs> and it says someone asked her this. She said, do you get tired of people commenting on your body? Sevon podcast, for example. And then she wrote, of course I do, but it's not going to stop. But what? But did you see your Instagram account? What's her it's name? like it's What's like me handle? not wanting people to comment on my motorcycle being loud, but I have that tailpipe on it. I live in an area where there's a lot of Hell's Angels, and they ride around town, especially in the summer, and they um and they wear their jackets. And you can stare at them all you want; they know what the fuck's going on. They're not like, "Don't stare at me, I'm a Hell's Angel." What's they her know Instagram? What, I can't see. Uh, Danny uh, D A N I Spiegel. It'll come up quick. She's got a shitload of followers, over a million followers. And then she says, of course I do, but it's not going to stop. So I've learned to just deal with it. I've long accepted that any man who has the audacity, I think that means she's not used to guys who, who can speak up for themselves. I think she might be against that. Um, to get on a public platform. Okay, so she she's okay with it done. That What that says is that she's okay with people talking about her behind her back and speak ill of women. Uh, which is just blatantly sexist because you should it's if you're going to speak ill of people it should not be determined based on their genitalia especially if he's talking about her body i just maybe she was not referencing me i didn't even think of that maybe she maybe someone else on the show said something maybe she really likes me maybe i'm i'm reading into it too much Wait, are you saying she podcast. shouldn't be flaunting it no no i no she i'm she can do absolutely Whatever she wants, I have zero issues with it. I just find some uh, some I, two things. I find I find it being lying because how can you have a whole Instagram account of pictures of yourself that are so fucking crazy provocative, provocative in the sense that they are highlighting um, her body, knowing that there's millions of men out there, billions who like women, um. And who are crazily attracted to women who are put on this earth to mate with women. But then she says she jumps to the conclusion that we spoke ill of her body, which makes me then think, oh, she I mean, her her account already shows signs of a little bit of a mental illness, but I don't know her. So I, I can't know that for sure. But but then on top of that, to jump to the conclusion that someone said something ill of her body and then now she's responding to herself. So she's. She's talking to herself. That's the whole. That's the whole thing with going on with the woke crowd, right? And, and and it's not just the woke crowd. A lot of people do that. They talk to themselves. They have a response to something. Like for instance, someone cuts you off on the freeway, and you have this response that you're offended, and so you respond not to them that they cut you off, but to the fact that you were offended, and so then you flip them off, and now you're in an echo chamber. So I. I but it's so it's it's, it's, it's so I've, I've fucking looked- crazy to think that I would say anything. 
bad about her body. I, I was in an REI one time shopping with my wife. And I think I've told the story before, but I was in an REI shopping with my wife and my wife's trying on clothes. This is probably 2010. And she comes out and she says, I said, oh, those pants make your butt look small. And the lady said, uh, yeah, those pants do make your butt look small. And so she's like, they look great on you. And my wife looked over at her and said, no, he doesn't want my butt to look small. I'm like, yeah, we're CrossFitters. She worked hard. The, 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 the pants shouldn't make her butt look small. And I realized, oh, shit, this woman thinks that like she th she thought like I was saying that as a compliment. You know what I mean? And I wasn't saying that as a negative thing, but as an observation. But she jumped to the conclusion it was a compliment. Same thing. I was it, I, ironically, I was at a Tony Budding's wedding in 2010. There were probably 500 people there. Probably the entire L1 training staff was there, and there was a volleyball Tony game. Tony Budding's wedding. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> what? And. and and I and, and there was and my wife sitting on my lap out on the grass, and there's a volleyball game going on at the wedding. And um, uh, I told I squeezed Haley's butt. I felt it, and I go, "Man, your butt's getting big." And this lady next to me goes, "You think that's okay to say to a woman? You think?" And she go, she just exploded on me. And this late, and my wife turns around and goes, I've, "I've been trying to like you know build up my glutes. I've been you know I've been doing hundreds of air squats and weighted squats for a couple of years now. It, it's not an offense." And it, it was a trip. It, it was it, it's a trip when people do that. They just read into things. Uh, little boys will continue to hate uh, and inappropriate behavior to try and promote their own platform. Uh, I definitely don't want to hate as a mechanism for promoting my own platform. So I think that's wrong. The little boy comment I can take. I I I, I have super high levels of immaturity, and it's on them if they want to be shitty. I've I've, uh, I've never been. Well, I'm I'm not being shitty to you now, but I'm being um okay. I'll take it. I'm being shitty, and it's on me uh, to not let it affect my soul. I don't know what your I don't know what a soul is, but it is on you to not let it affect um something. Seven. But, but you could just take it as a compliment. I I don't understand. Is it because you just want to play the victim? I don't I don't get it. I need to speak. You brought me on as a guest. Let me have an opinion. Please. Yes. Go. I apologize. Thank you. Take fucking Jesus control, Gary. Jesus Christ, go. bro. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, on sorry. this girl's account. I'm checking it out. And it yeah. seems somewhat cleaner than you led me to believe. Oh, okay. Like, she's definitely using her body to market herself, but... I've seen far worse. If you go down the rabbit hole of oh, let's not say worse. Pushing, You've like, seen far more explicit. Let's not say worse. Yeah, so not no, worse. I'm saying, <laughs> I'll be judgmental, I'm Gary. What I'm saying is I've seen far more trying to exploit the 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 use of the body to get you to click on OnlyFans or whatever. This is more like treating the body as art. It's a work of art, you know. Great, my, great, great. I, I, I agree with you. I was comparing to what people might have thought in the 80s. I agree with you. I, I have no pushback there. Yeah. Keep going. But I mean I was talking about I was talking about in the I was talking about in the 80s that this may have been the cover of well, some um this one right here may have been the cover of some porno box, you know, when you used to walk into the video <laughs> stores. That's all I'm saying. Oh okay. or this one right here, this could have been Halloween with 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 your neighbor and it could have been the cover of some porno. That's all I'm saying. But but I, I agree. I, there was one over here we were just complimenting Gary. Okay, sorry, Gary. I'm talking again. Go ahead. So, I like watching her eat pizza. That's all I see. That's a great photo. It, I, this 
you brought up an interesting point, uh, and I just like to comment. There is like this. I feel like as a man, we are we're in this weird world where like we're not allowed to comment on the body, but yet they use the body to market, but we're not allowed to say anything, and it feels like unfair. You recognize like, the play. You recognize the Playboy Bunny here, right? Yeah, I thought that was a trifecta ad. What do you mean, Playboy? And you know, Playboy was a, a magazine that um, in the '80s little boys jerked off to, right? They don't anymore. <laughs> and and right here, she 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 addresses a possibility of y'all ever want to talk about is when I'm starting my OnlyFans. I mean, she's provocative. Yeah. I mean, and clearly, she worked hard for this body. Hey, you think she pegs uh, Heber? She pegged Heber and Marsden. Nah, they got okay. friend zoned for sure. Okay. So, hey, Sevon, can I change the subject? Of course, of course. I, I, I hate uh, looking at super hot chicks. Uh, <laughs> I just and controversial before we, topics. Before we get into why I'm on the show, I just want to say that I clicked on your uh, Rich Froning video. Uh, it says the champ returns. And I got to be honest, that really makes me happy to, I, I've always been a fan of Rich Froning ever since you introduced me to CrossFit. He was one of the very first videos I looked up. You, of course, were taught me who Rich Froning was. And uh, I just want to comment on the master's thing. When I worked for CrossFit so many years, the individual athletes, you know, didn't they like, oh, I'll never, I'll never compete masters, but I personally believe that could be the greatest thing movement of all time for like him to support masters and, and to see more media supporting the masters. I mean, as, as we push the limits of what the body is capable of, it's, it's just as impressive to watch, you know, people going at it, you know, in the upper age category. So I'm really excited to hear that he's considering the individual master category. Uh, yeah, that, that is awesome. One final thing. This is also posted on Danny Spiegel's and she's saying, uh, say their names, black lives matter. I highly recommend this man right here, Michael Brown. I highly recommend you go watch every single video you can about him. And I choose all the liberal media news outlets. She's supporting Michael Brown. It's the biggest name on here. I, it's this is fucking batshit crazy. This guy went into a fucking liquor store and beat up a fucking immigrant and robbed the store in fucking broad daylight. And when the cops pulled any six five three hundred pounds, and when the cops asked him to come over to the car, he reached in the car and tried to grab the cop's gun. But don't say the cop. Your brothers, your dads, your nephew's gun. Tried to reach into the cop car and, and she and this is she, she, she fucking mentally ill as a motherfucker. I think it's just the populace. I, I okay. honestly don't think any of them are actually that educated well, on it. I think they're, they're just like okay, social media people. Fair. So like the, 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 the river's flowing this way and we all hop on and jump on our inner tubes and flow down it. So you think the same reason she's compelled to post this photo is the same reason she's compelled to support a guy, a cop killer. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, all right. I mean, cop, right. cop killers, your words, they may have a different agenda, but yeah, my, my words, my words, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But 
that's what I think. I think a lot of people don't put too too much thought into it. They just want to kind of go with the flow and not rock the boat and make sure that their following continues to grow and get likes. I hope she does nothing to change her account but keep wearing smaller and smaller clothes. I love her fucking body. It's fucking amazing. It's it's an outlier for sure. And uh, she obviously has worked hard. And I hope she's an inspiration to other people um, being strong and healthy. And I hope she comes on the show. That would be cool too. But I also, I for her own for her own sake, I hope she gets out of the fucking echo chamber because the world is so much fucking cool. Oh shit! Yesterday, I looked. She had one point one million followers. Now she has one point two. Savage. Gary, you're back in your. Is it freezing where you're at, Gary? What's up, man? Hi. Uh, <laughs> my children are still sleeping, so I'm again in the garage. Although the last time I was out here, my family said that they heard me because I was speaking so loud because I'm so into what is going. Hey, who is Jeff Biocho? Um, he's oh, on just, your. He's like yeah. on your comments a lot. The last video I was on, he's on your comments now. He's like a. A mega fan? Dude's a, He's a bot. He's a bot. <laughs> is he a well, bot? Here, he, here he is putting no. us down like this is a round table of PhDs. He, he only likes to listen to the indoctrinated. He doesn't like free thinkers. I can't tell. So he's a hater? Uh, no, but he, no, but he, he comes up hater. with some creatives. Look at this. Is Sevan, you should do a poll. Um, uh, You should. Where is it? Uh, it's crazy. You should do a poll on who, uh, who of us has pleasured ourselves to Danny Spiegel picks. Okay. Can we do that? Fine. Caleb's <laughs> fine. I, I approve of that. I approve of that. Seven, I've I never gone life. to her web. I've never gone to her Instagram account and had a one fucking negative thought based on what I saw on the Instagram account ever. I've never looked at her and had one negative thought. There's nothing she does that brings any negativity out of me except for when something comes out of her mouth. Bro, the entire <laughs> model of Instagram is to talk about drama. It doesn't matter what you said. If you said anything, they'll comment on it, create a social media post on it, content on it. That's how the machine works, man. Oh, my tits are sore. Sevi, <laughs> can I ask you something before we get into Please. how what is your end goal with the Sevon podcast? Like where are you are you wanting to be like the Joe Rogan? of fitness not wanting to not not wanting to be rb and is done boxes like no i don't want to do that i don't want to be i don't want to be stuck in this fucking category forever although i'm enjoying it more and more i'm enjoying it more and more like if at first i enjoy uh have you pleasured yourself to the beacon of morality. Too okay. early, too early. We only got 16 votes. Get that. We got to get like 50 votes on there. That's okay, we'll, we'll check it. We can check early. it throughout the show. We can check <laughs> it throughout the show. I haven't voted yet. <laughs> how much How much streaming do you do a week? Like how much are you on? Every, every day. It, it, it's, it's a daily show. Daily? Um, <laughs> daily. Some, yesterday was two shows. Holy shit, man. And the the what I'm doing is – I mean, basically all I know is CrossFit because I've been doing it for 15 years. Right. And and I, and I, in in every position from fucking the guy who cleaned the bathrooms to basically uh, being the right hand man to the CEO forever. And a largest content producer in the history of the journal was there from uh, in charge of everything that was forward facing to the outside world was there from 300 gyms to 15,000 gyms on all seven continents. And so basically I, I, 
in in some fucking silo i'm an expert in in the uh i don't know exactly what what silo but in the realm of crossfit and so and i'm so proud of the fact that it pushes the cure for the world's most vexing problem so i can rest my head at night every night going to sleep saying okay i'm saving lives this is something my kids would be proud of this will be something when i go to heaven and god says what did you do i saw right here you threw a rock through a window i could be like yeah but over here <laughs> I, I i shared the uh, crossfit protocol with some people uh-huh. you know what i mean it cancels itself out. and yeah it cancels itself out and, and then i get through the pearly gates where me and Danny are naked. <laughs> the she last carry, time she you, carries me around. The last time I was on your show, you told me I was going to get a whole caboodle of CEO shirts, and I have yet to receive them. They're in the that, mail. They're in the mail. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one. Hey, will you te- text me your address after um, the show, and I will make yes, sure sir. I will make sure uh, you get them. Your dress and your size and your wife's size. She probably doesn't want to wear one. Is your wife mad at me still? No, I think, I think, I think we've moved on from that. She did message you again one time. Very nice, very, very nice DM. I was like, dude, you gotta stop messaging Savan every time you're annoyed with me. She thinks that we get into some sort of debate that it's the testosterone speaking. She's like, the testosterone is giving you an anger problem. Oh, Stick I'm like. Listen, no, I'm just frustrated because certain things arose and the, these issues have existed previous TRT. You can't go blame the testosterone. I'm just like, we just can't seem to get along with, we're going to parenting therapy. We cannot agree on how to raise children. <laughs> oh, my, my wife and I didn't fight for, so my wife and I have been together over 20 years. We fought for the first 10 years. The next five years, we lived in absolute fucking bliss. And then we had kids and the fights came back yeah, because we can't agree. I mean, it's, it's, they're not, it's not even big. It's not even big issues. Wait till they get older. And, and like the, and she sees you have a boy and a girl, Gary, a boy and a girl. Yeah. She'll try to protect the boy. Like they try to protect the boy. Like it's their, uh, but it's their job. I just fucking be like, I'll get you later, boy. I'll get you later. Yeah. We've had two issues, the sex and the children. And I think the sex issue, we've we've come to some an agreement, but the children, we're going to therapy every Wednesday night to discuss, you know. Is it fun? <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's working. I think I would like therapy, except I just the whole time I'd be in there, I'd be like, oh fuck, I should be fucking paying this money to Caleb. I've been fucking giving him a cent. I should should really, I should really, I would just, it would eat away at my fucking Jew soul. I'm an Armenian man with a Jew soul. You could talk about it there. You could talk about it there. Maybe you'd feel better about it after you. My prime, my, my prime problem is that like if the kid cries, I'm like, I'm like, Hey, you don't get that right now. Tough. And she just will cater to any tear, and she says I'm mean. And I'm, how old's your I'm, baby? How old's your baby? Uh, she's eight months. And my hey, dude, is- I don't think I think that they're um, I think they're hardwired to. Res- I don't think you can fix that. I don't mean to argue her limitations or anyone's limitations, but I think when the baby cries, the mom has a physiological response. <sighs> I know. I- <laughs> So this one time he, he, 
he was throwing a tantrum. He was hitting his sister. And I was like, hey, no hitting your sister. I How old is little, he? He's two and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be squashed. And I gave him a little time out. And then when he was perfectly smiling when it was over. And then when he came around the corner, he saw his mom through the glass door. He just immediately broke down and had like this fake tantrum. I was like, he's totally manipulating you. As he was smiling 10 seconds earlier. And she's like, he wouldn't open the door. And I was like, open the door. Let him open the door. I'm not, He's opened the door a thousand times. I'm not opening the glass door for him. And she goes, you're so mean. You're so mean. He's got to have a parent that's nice to him. And I was like, I just told him, I said, hey, bro, I don't care how much you're tantruming. You open the, your own door. And so we had this whole therapy session on whether I was invalidating his feelings <laughs> because I called his tantrum fake news. <laughs> Hey, so do you know what I hear there? So here, here's the here's why here's why my wife and I never fought for five years because whenever we would have a disagreement, we could stay focused on the disagreement. So she, uh, if, if it was like, "Hey, don't open the window in the morning," I'm just making that up, and and, and she'd be like, "No, open the window," and, and and or whatever, and I'd be like, "She might be like, it's gonna let in flies," and I said, "That's okay. It's more important we have fresh air," and we would go back and forth and stay focused on the issue. But the second she says you're mean, you're no longer talking. And that's the whole problem with all debate. The, she is no longer having the discussion. And with you, she's now attacking you. And you can't right. do that. You'll never – there's no end to that. Well, that's the whole point of the therapy is I was like, listen, man, you can disagree all you want. But every time you tell in front of my son that I'm being terrible to him, you're – Bad. You're – Yes, you're setting this thing that when he's 10, he's going to be like, oh, I have a terrible father. Well, he's going to learn to manipulate the world based on what the two of you are interacting. He won't even he won't even do it thinking whether it's good or bad. He'll just start doing it. to he. They just want to get what they want. They're just trying yeah. to get protection yeah. and food. Right. As a baby, well, you just I, want protection and food. Anyways, we get in these big discussions. She's like, oh, you're getting angry. The TRT, man. I threw the message seven. I'm like, raging. I'm like, I, the sisters existed before the TRT, but I'm just, I'm finally what's the end goal. What's the, what's the, I guess maybe you guys have to figure out what the end goal with the baby is. Is it to make him independent, capable and loving uh, contributor to society? Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, Sevon. She Please. she grew up with no role, rules, no like o only child. No, just her parents were very soft on her, and yet she still did her homework. She was the girl who did excelled and achieved without ever anyone having to be like, you know. She just did what was right most of her life, and I'm like, well, not everyone is gonna be like you. You know, if you don't wake a kid up to go to school, they're not going to always get up on their own. And if they say no, you've got to be like tough going to school. And she thinks because she automatically just did what you should do as a child and never gotten in trouble that other others will do that. And I was like, I don't I think you're a rare, a rare species. Uh, most people need to be driven a little bit and I'm a little harder, I guess. So we both want the end goal. It's just, how do you get there is the, 
is the issue. But I digress. Let's talk about CrossFit. Hey, let, let's start, let's start with the. Uh, has the TRT made you more aggressive? Is there any validity to what she's saying? I would say they're. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Sevon. So, Gary is extremely intense. I agree, Jeffrey. We, <laughs> Jeffrey. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That came up when we had when we got together. We had deal breakers, and. Her deal breakers was like, hey, I want babies, and I deal breakers, I need the hot lovings from the missus. You know what I mean? Right. And part of the reason I be- – because I slipped on my – oh, I promised to stay fit. Season two, I promised to stay fit. And when I started slipping on my fitness, I stopped being as – like pushing for that lovings because I was like, I'm not really holding up my end. So I kind of backed off, but I started doing CrossFit in May. And once I started getting fit again and rocking and crushing life, I started being like, Hey, where's my lovings? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Red I started too. being a little, I started being a little more aggressive because I'm like, I'm now holding up my end. I'm getting back into shape. Now you got to hold up your end. And so I've been more pushy and, She's thinking it's it's the TRT, but it's really just I'm now doing what I said. I'm getting fit again. And anyway, so the timing of it is being confusing. And you've even said that on the show. I've said, hey, hey, how's the TRT working? And you're like, I don't know. And I said, how can you not know? And you said, because these are the same physiological responses I got last time I started CrossFit. Right. Exactly. But – I I would say I feel amazing, dude. I'm I, oh, I got to push record on this other camera. Hold on. Is this Andrew Hiller we're talking to? He, isn't it weird that they both feel amazing? They Where's my feel. puss? <laughs> These comments have been just been cracking me up. Hey, is this if, if I can meet, I would really like to meet Trish. Like that that account is doing like what I would have just I would love to be just is that the real picture? Is a, because the profile picture versus what's being said throws me off. It's like the LinkedIn. Like, no, that's just a, it's just a troll account, but it's just a fucking brilliant account. It is just so <laughs> Trish's troll. It's yeah, Trish is, they're, they're almost all the only person on here who's not a troll. I'll show you who's not a troll. This dude. Austin. <laughs> that's it. The rest are just fucking trolls. On the last video, we Trish said Gary. I should call Gary's this the troll face. podcast. Say that again, Gary. By the on way, the they're last- not trolls. This is like a family here. I'm being completely fucking facetious. Almost everyone here, I feel like, is my friend. It's it's a it's a bizarre world. I feel like I'm a 16 year old boy that got sucked into the internet. Go ahead, Gary. The best comment on I just refreshed last podcast we were on so I could make sure I wasn't overlapping on my discussion. And Trish. I copied this. Trish said, Gary is basically a dairy cow at this point. Keep him milked or he gets <laughs> sassy or he gets sassy. And I would say it's pretty accurate. Hey, you should have, we should have played Jeopardy, Gary. And you should have told us one of the commenters said that. And then we tried to guess who. <laughs> oh, would for, I great. would have guessed Bako for sure. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How can I? How often? How often is is there a cadence you like to have sex to, like every other day or every once a week? Or oh, I thought you meant we, during the act. 
Like, we are during trying, that for sure. We are trying to. I kind of would prefer every other day, and she's really pushing for every other other day. Right. And I'm not. It's like every other day is fair to me. Three times a week, I would be plenty. What about like three on one off and just go CrossFit style? Hey, do you require her to part? Do you care if she participates? It's it's not necessarily the participation. (laughs) It's the negativity. I don't want to see. Right. Because I don't don't care if my wife participates. Like you could be indifferent. I just don't. Yeah. Indifferent. You could be indifferent. I'm cool. with "Ah," Like, you know, it's three in the morning and you don't want to wake up. I'm cool. Just give me the angle I need. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I mean, I really think I'm pretty fair about it. Like, I just say, here's the thing. That is, that is a lot for a married couple, I think. Like, there was every, one Every time, other day, I think, is a lot for a married couple at your age. I think it's a lot. Like, there's, oh, this is, this is a good time. I don't think it's so, too much. I'm not saying it's too much. Listen, listen. We went to the CrossFit Games. We went to the CrossFit Games in 2018, and she bought some games booty shorts. Yeah. And man, they've been in the drawer, and we were finally unpacking. And I pulled these booty shorts out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you got to put these on." And she goes, "I'm not putting those on." I said, "You got to put them on so I could just tear them off because I want to see your butt in these booty shorts again." And so there. the subject got put aside. Well, anyways, she goes. Uh, she forgot about him. And the one, like a week later, when we were about to get some lovings, I pulled out the booty shorts. I said, put these on first so I can just slide them to the side. And she's like, ah, oh, God. And I was like, what? Is that a good thing if your wife says, like, if my wife said, oh, God, I'd be like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. That's not a good no. thing? Okay. I said, God damn it. I said, forget about it. And I threw the booty shorts at her and I left the room. She goes, why are you getting all fired up? It's the TRT. <laughs> and I said, cause Did I you throw the watched- booty shorts overhand or underhand slingshot at a matter overhand. TRT said, for sure. TRT for sure. I said, God, why didn't you just put on the booty shorts? It'd be four extra seconds. Jesus. Don't complain about it. Anyways, long story short, we got the booty shorts on the next session, and my God, they were hot. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. You did. That had a happy ending, that story. Yeah, but like just three nights ago, I said, would you prefer like a set schedule or would you? She goes, whatever, whatever. I would prefer whatever it is where we don't fight about sex. And I said, well, then just. Oh, I like her. I like her. That's brilliant. Just be awesome. Stop complaining about it. Jesus, Gary, and you wonder why she's not interested. Yes, I have. What do you a mean? Wait, what? I, I no, I don't get why she's not interested. <laughs> he overran through the booty shorts. <laughs> so we got in a fight. We got. I talked her into starting CrossFit with me. So she's been going for the last two weeks. And uh, I used to say when she wasn't going to the gym, I used to say, you know. CrossFit like sex is like working out, you know. Let's get some just so people know. Uh, Gary's Gary's wife is a uh, overachiever, uh, extremely intelligent, fucking uh, high income generator, and a fucking. I think she was a collegiate athlete, a rower, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, she's no fucking joke. Uh, she's she's like uh, 
she she would be perfect if uh, she is she still is she still believing in indoctrination camps and shit like that like sending kids to school or is she slowly <laughs> starting to realize that is she, is she gonna let your boy wear dresses? I mean, encourage it. We both have kind of evolved to like, hey, trying to raise a family is hard work on its own. It, avoid the noise. Uh, oh, okay, all right. Focus on our. But anyways, let me finish the story. So I take Please. her to CrossFit. I take her to CrossFit. Oh, so so you, she used to not like my analogy that like, hey, since you're not going to the gym, let's bang. And it's a good workout. She's like, nah, 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 nah. So then last week on a Thursday, we go to CrossFit class. And then like two hours later, I'm trying to get some lovings. And she again, she goes, oh, I already worked out tonight. I went to the gym with you. Oh, and I was shit. like, what? I said, you never told me. I said, then two and one, two day. So anyway, she didn't want to have lovings because she went to CrossFit. And I said, I would have never, if I knew that you were going to cut me off because you were going She's to CrossFit, joking. She's joking. I would have never taken you back to the gym. Hey, uh, congratulations on getting her to go to CrossFit with you. I know you, you deep down inside, you must be fucking absolutely ecstatic about that. Well, not if I'm getting cut off in the bed. <laughs> hey, what about getting her blood? Le- what about um, we have California hormones check her blood levels and uh, – <laughs> Uh, and, and give her give her a small little dose of the TRT, just a little shimmy. That's a that's a. That's I'm being a serious. Another. Okay, I got to get into the topic. I want to talk about a little bit about the CrossFit community, Iron Valley CrossFit, where I've been going. Uh, so something strange happened, man. I, one day I go into the gym. Travis Mead of Iron Valley CrossFit. He tells me this is the toughest gym in the area i really program hard and uh, it turned out to be true he really does have like tough programming but for like m- a month i was like the new guy and uh i looked around and there wasn't a lot of conversating going on and i was like oh when is that like something in the last few months i looked around and suddenly there's newer people and i'm the guy like oh like i'm starting to know people starting to communicate it's really been a change in like feeling like I'm connecting to the community and the people making a couple of friends. And it's like, Oh wow, this is kind of cool. I feel, in fact, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm the guy who's like calling people out, even though I know I'm not the fittest, or like one of the least fit. I still joke around. Like there's this guy who came out of the onboarding young guy and, uh, I was like, he should be fitter than me. But I said, this is your first workout. I'll beat your ass. And he's <laughs> TRT. Like, That's the TRT. TRT talking. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Yeah. So now, like, in the last month and a half, we've been, like, competing, like, going at each other. And he'll beat me, like, seven reps. And I'll beat him, like, seven reps. Last night, he beat me by, like, one round. But it's like, I, I think I'm getting this guy fitter because I'm dry- – Miguel. Miguel, shout out to Miguel. I'm getting you fitter, bro, because I'm pushing you. But at the same time, I'm like, at the last show we were on, you told me to put a little asterisk by my name. (laughs) I'm like driving to like, I tell people, I'll beat your ass today. (laughs) But like, I'm a cheater, right? TRT is cheating. 
No, no oh. competition. You're, oh, you're good. That's that's oh, that's why. Just do it. Just put an yeah. asterisk by your name then. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. scared. I'm becoming friends with all these people, but I have not. I have so I told Travis, like in the very beginning, I'm gonna take like, but he didn't know me when I dropped in this gym. I was like, oh, we're doing this project and TRT, but I that TRT like slipped up, like went over, like it, he didn't catch it. But it's like now we're becoming tighter the people but i have not i have not said anything i don't know what people are gonna think but did miguel say that though let me get back in the story did miguel say to you hey dude you got to put an asterisk by your name no he doesn't know oh, oh, you're, oh, good. oh you're good oh, you're good you're good yeah but i but he's gonna find he's gonna find out and he's gonna say when you beat me by seven reps it doesn't count <laughs> 37% of the uh, listeners of this show pleasure themselves to Danny Spiegel's Instagram. <laughs> 60 votes is legit. That's legit now. Let's keep going. Let's keep, keep going. Keep if you going. haven't voted, please vote. Please vote, uh, guys. I want this to be uh, extremely scientific, and this, I mean, this is going to make me decide whether I take the vaccine or not. Every vote matters here. Yes. Uh, no, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely not cheating. That's completely insane. Completely insane. It's all good. They can half, the people, half the people in your gym are in me on medication probably. I feel like it's my dark secret and I'm not ready. Like as I come on here and I'm talking to you freely about it, but I'm at the gym. I'm not. I'm just developing relationships. Friend, like I just got two phone numbers. We're texting. Mm. We just started a nutrition challenge. Awesome. And uh, I don't know. It's just weird. Like I, I guess I got to start saying it. Outside of your podcast, but it's what are what are you noticing? What are you noticing from the TRT? So I feel like you know you said like a high performance car. If you hit a you were talking on Rich Froning, you said high performance car, if it hits a speed bump, it will still jack it up. Right. Like an indie car can go 200 miles an hour, but if it hits a right. pothole, it's toast. Whereas your so, Volkswagen Beetle can hit it. Yes. So like with the combination of the CrossFit and the TRT and eating clean, I feel like a machine just crushing life. And I, the minute I eat poorly, it's like the car crashes. Wow. So it's like, as long as I if I eat like shit, it just derails the whole system. Like, you think that's because you're older, you're more sensitive to that? You think you'd have been sensitive to that 15 years ago? I, I don't I don't know. But I do know that the minute I get back on track, I say, oh, my God. Like, I seem to bounce back quicker. It's like the car comes back together. Just get back on the rope. It's like, oh, that was scary. Like, I thought we were jacked up like it really does make a difference this whole nutrition business in your uh, performance but, but you're still you're still in denial that the trt is having any uh any uh effect on on i your, didn't say uh, i didn't say denial i just i think i'm recovering okay i just had a update and i found out that when i first started the trt my testosterone levels to 280 276. Do you know okay. what that means? I, I, I just know it's a number. It's 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 between 275 and 277. Yeah. If you're under 300, I was told that that's low testosterone. Okay. Stand by. And now, and now I've been doing it for four, oh, five months. And the, 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 the last blood 
count was 1168. So my testosterone has rose, risen 800 900 points. points. A caller, yeah. hi. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi. Gary, what type of testosterone are you on, dude? It's like a combination of like cocaine and like <laughs> meth, dude. Your, your energy is through your fucking roof, my guy. He was but always like it. this. He he's always been a very oh. high energy present person. Um, Dude, I bet his boner is like a fucking piece of kimbui wood from the Philippines because <laughs> that's why his wife's like no loving. Like it's probably just a hardcore sledgehammer, Gary. Oh, Holy Gary, you got a little shit. V going on in your back. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see Caller? Did you ever see Killing the Fat Man? That that series. Never. Okay, well, it, it's the most popular series in the history of CrossFit that's non-games related. If you type in "Killing the Fat Man," it's a, it's a. There's two seasons, um, and uh, you'll see, you you can see Gary's journey from when he was, you know, near, nearing 300 pounds to when he first got into CrossFit, and he's always been extremely transparent and high energy. But but what I do notice is different is he's extremely positive. He's always been pretty positive, but now he's like. I can tell, like, he's got a zest for life back. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, man. That's fucking awesome, man. That's fucking cool as shit, though. But, yeah, I what I wanted to tell you, Gary, is I would not feel bad about taking TRT at all or consider it cheating. I mean, it's – yeah, maybe in, like, the sport aspect if you're doing it for that. But if you're doing it for overall health because you want to still have sex with your wife and be a good dad and keep the overall health of your life good, who gives a fuck what people think about it? It's like what you, people are going to go around and chop their cocks off and put their kids on hormone blockers and act like it's a normal day in society. But if a guy wants to take some CRT to make himself look better and feel better, by God, he's a fucking cheater. That's fucking crazy. The hypocrisy well, is nuts. But you missed the point. It's not, I'm the one like calling people out at the gym now. So that's why I was saying like, Oh, I he's saying aggressive. that maybe you can't call someone a pussy if you fucking getting uh, if you're all yeah, used like, to the gills. I would have no problem well, I get, if I was right, sitting yeah. in the back, quiet. I didn't catch that. Doing my own thing, but I'm the one like going. I'm gonna beat all their asses today. <laughs> hey Gary, how old are you though, dude? November twenty first. Oh, I will be fifty. And looking good. I am having what? Oh, I'm having a 50 birthday party. I'm going. To, I'm That's going awesome, out, dude. man. Going all out. In fact, what? I'm renting the space. I'm renting. Think... <laughs> I'm renting the CrossFit gym, Iron Valley CrossFit, and I'm having the live bands, and we're gonna crush it, man. Gonna Serious? dance the night no away. Shit. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, yeah. That sounds we're like a blast. Fun. Uh, caller, thank you very much for your call. No problem. Y'all have a good one, guys. Cheers. Yeah, it's interesting. People who don't know you, um, yeah, you, you have to, this isn't, uh, Gary is, uh, he has always been, he, he, he's unique. He beats to his own drummer. He's, he's lucky. He's not, he's not a sleeping drone. That is for sure. In fact, I, there's this girl, Dorsey in, uh, our gym. She's like, She's been making comments like, hey, can you not grunt so much? You're so noisy. <laughs> You're a grunter? You're so noisy. Like, I could do without the grunting. 
And so for the last three weeks, I've been trying to Say, grunt a little less. It like, doesn't sound like a safe space. Your gym doesn't sound like a safe space. <laughs> I mean, she just doesn't like the grunting. And I was like, now I'm self-conscious about it. I can't How many it. square like, feet what? is the gym? Can you guys work out on opposite sides? I still am pretty loud. <laughs> do you think your <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you think your wife um, likes the grunting? No, she's always thought I'm she's uh, we're the exact opposites. That's why we paired so nicely together. She was so excited about somebody so excited. It was the same thing, man. After a couple of years, they're like, why do you got to be so excited? It's like, dude, that's what got you hard, bro. Like, call her high. Why do, you, why do we all forget this? Right. Like, Speak your mind. Tom, is that Tommy Marquez? The Tommy Marquez? Yes. What? <laughs> yes, I grunt during sex. Devon. Yes. Do you think there's like a metric for the number of years you're married in relation to how much sex per week you actually get? Yes. what's the predictive value there i don't know what the formula is but i saw someone post in the comments um something they said uh uh, someone posted i've i've been with my husband for 15 years and i've never said no and i've been with my wife for 20 years and she's never said no either and i just can't imagine her I, i just can't imagine uh i just i can't even i maybe i'm just a fucking asshole but i just can't imagine her ever saying no i I don't know but we have we i mean we used to have when i met her i I mean it took five years oh there it's allison nyc's that picture is crazy (laughs) read read the second part of that uh 15 years in and i've never said no but if my husband started saying any of this i'd never have sex with him again make him stop talking (laughs) wait what my wife has never said no either good my biggest my biggest complaint is like the negative comments like when i'm trying to get a little something it's like yeah we just do it like you really want it like we just did it or trying to change positions and you hear they're like oh right right come on yeah that would kill me come on come on I just think that other things happen. I basically, I mean, you meet a girl and you have sex with her five times a day, right? And then there's a waning yeah. period. But I will say this too: I think having, having, once you have kids, everything kind of changes. There, at least in my house now, there's three other dudes competing for attention from my wife. But I notice as they get older. Uh, the the the, the it, it, it's it's there's no way i could say it's just in a steady decline because but i also think this too i think that if i don't think it's good to stop having sex i think like if you sex breeds sex and our relationship is always way better the more sex we have agree so, kevin hart said that he's got a good comedy special talking about how at least twice a week. And if you don't, uh, just like Gary said, you get backed up and you need to have that cow milk at least twice a week. Otherwise it goes crazy. Well, also I think you lose a connection. Like, like, like if someone's having sex with you, you don't care the small things that might, they do to annoy you. You probably, you stop giving a fuck about. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. it's, um, yeah, I, I, 
I don't think there is some formula, but unfortunately, you know, there's these like standard bits of wisdom is, uh, I, I are kind of sad, you know, like j- just when people get married and they, and they're just going to a steady decline mm. of, of sex. It sounds, it sounds yeah. miserable. So I was reading the comments and people were saying, Oh, how did these people end up together? Like, it- okay. So when I met my wife, I was so upfront. I couldn't have been more upfront about who I am. So I like on the second date, I was like, listen, everything seems perfect, but you have to know. I like the lovins. Like I will like lovins. I will be the oldest living person to still be banging. I will outlive all of you in that, in that regard. I just know it. That's just who I am as a person. And I said, if we're to be together, you need to like, accept that about me and she said when we met i wasn't a mom becoming a mom kind of changed things and i had no idea what that and so that's kind of like the balance of busy life trying to be a mom trying to work blah 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 all that and then still trying to please husband it's this balance which i get it Life is tough, but I'm just of the opinion that no matter how stressful life is, like you said, you always, I just feel you want the happiest marriage of all time. You have to have an active love life for alternative. Like it's just got it. Like it's the key to happiness in my mind for longevity of relationships. I think it's a huge component. Caller, thank you. Uh, caller, caller, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on the decline? Uh, been together 16 years, married for over 10. I'm almost 40. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it, it does go to a decline. And I, I, I've had to find out that it is a two-way street as much as I want it. You know, she might not want it as much, kind of like what Gary said. Or, you know, she's going through different things, you know, body image, being a mother. You know, I think... Uh, the worst, what I can tell is, is not to engage when it feels like if, if she doesn't want to, as much as that, like kills my, uh, my masculinity and it kills like all the things that I'm trying to achieve. Um, at the same time, that sex is no good when there's that like negative energy and the fucking groaning and the, uh, I don't want to do this. Like something, something changes as me as a man to say, I'm just doing this because, because I want to, you know? And, and then all of a sudden it's like, so the formula for me has been a decrease uh, in gain. Uh, there's definitely not been an increase from, from the first year. Uh, it's a decrease, but uh, hopefully I think it's more, you know, hopefully it's better because, you know, we, we know who each other are uh, and we didn't, we didn't uh, when we first were. So my wife and I will be completely fucking exhausted and neither one of us have sex and know we need it just to medicate ourselves. Yeah. And we'll have sex and it'll be the, we're both like, they'll be like, Oh, we're like, we're so fucking happy. We did that. Like, like we, 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 like we're glad we didn't just fall asleep. I mean, it it has to be done. Yeah. It it just brings us closer together. Everything's better. I just noticed a whole chain. There's a whole change in the relationship, like a, a, a substantial change in 24 to 48 hours of just goodness. Yeah, but you bond. Yeah, you sacrifice. You sacrifice. You sacrifice for the relationship. Yeah, but and it I would be a bummer. I would not. To. If I sensed my wife didn't want to have sex with me, I couldn't do it. Like half the part. Half the part. Okay. I, reason I do it is because I think she likes it. 
It's got to be. It's got. It's got to be fifty percent <laughs> fucking reason. You might be. You might be off, but it's. it's you know, well, then she needs to keep right. lying to I me. Said. Then. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Thank you all. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Thank Thanks. You. Lord Hamilton once said, "As advice for couples, learn how to have sex when you are mad." I don't know who. Oh, Laird Hamilton. Really? That guy talked. I didn't know that guy talked. Seven. Yeah. I I don't have much longer. I have two more points. I I please. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have to kick you off the show. I mean. Go ahead. Uh, so the, I appreciate the la- you coming on here prepared. It's like I don't I don't ever remember a guest doing this. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a little back back against. I was told I have a genetically possibly thick blood, and it's can be an issue with TRT, and then I always need to be consistently donating like every three months or you're at, you're at risk with the thick blood. So it's important that you, you said you were not aware of this last not time. You told <clears throat> no. Yeah. I, I'm just aware of it because you told me last time. Yeah. So my numbers, the doc, I spoke to a new doctor, Dr. Molina at California hormone. And he said he would have probably had me donate blood before I ever even started TRT, just because my hemoglobin was a little high. And so he just said, for me, I need to be very mindful while I'm doing TRT to, to, to manage that. And so it will be a, a lifetime thing. My father, he was on blood thinners when he started having health complications. So I don't know if thick blood is like something that's like been in my family, but I just want to know this. That is a thing that I have to be uh, concerned of. And my, I, the thing that I've kind of been bad at, I've been very good at taking my TRT injections, but I have not taken, I've been very sloppy on taking my uh, estrogen blocker. And so he said my estradiol, estradiol, estradiol is like twice the number that it should be. And he said, that is concerning. You need to take your estrogen blocker uh, because men aren't supposed to have high estrogen and it could be. Why have you been sloppy taking it? Because it's a daily pill and I'm just not very good at, it's like I'll skip days. Oh, but one time it didn't show up. The dim didn't show up in my package. And so I didn't have it for a minute. And then I just kind of got out of habit of taking it. So, hey, we had this guy on the other day named Chris Wark. He cured himself of stage three colon cancer. And one of the things that he he said is, is that um, and I can't remember. Oh, one of the things he said, the, something you can do for your health that is uh, donate blood. He said one of the things that why a women's uh, uh, rate of cancer goes up significantly after they go through menopause is because they stop bleeding. But those monthly bleedings that they do actually reduces their iron levels. And iron, you do not want a lot of iron in your blood. So one of the things he actually suggested was donating blood regularly, and it reduces your risk of cancer. So I, 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 put, I put a little positive uh, spin on that. Yeah, I never – no one ever told me that throughout my life like hey donating could be a good thing but i i have no problem it was painless i went donated blood and uh uh also the last time you said are you going to become an addict because i was considering adding the 
HGH or peptides or doing something else. But the doctor yesterday, he encouraged me to just stay on the path that I'm on. You're doing good. You're seeing results and just keep, keep rocking. So I, I'm not taking anything extra at the moment. Are you sleeping less? Are you sleeping better and sleeping less? Are you sleeping better? I've never had a problem with sleep. I think I sleep awesome. Okay. What, what, you said you had two points. Is what's your next one? Well, I I wanted to tell you about the uh, the thick blood, the estradiol, the estrogen high, and the uh, I'm not going to take HGH. Here's the thing: I want I want I want a little more size, but he the doctor was like, "Hey, just eat more protein." And you look like you've out. lost weight. Your face is more chiseled. Yeah, dude, I'm crushing it, bro. Yeah. Is it when people in the comments when I do that, do they think that's like a sign of aggression? No, I think they're Dude. into it. They're into it. Dude, I'm everyone, just everyone I'm, loves you. Like anyone Sevon, who doesn't love you is a jackass. Like Sevon said, I've always been the loudest guy in the room, high energy. It's it's just uh, it's not the TRT that's like making me loud and crazy. I He's just, actually getting old. He used to have more energy. He's actually turning 50. He used to actually be uh, more uh, charismatic. He's, he's, he's on the decline. The thing I, the thing here's the, the biggest change in the last month is I have not felt sore at all. Like, no matter Oh, how, that's what Hiller was saying too. He doesn't no matter how hard I've gone, I've the next day I feel pretty good. So that's, that's really positive because the first couple of months I was so, like every day, it didn't matter what you threw at me. I was hitting it hard, but I was just, Hey, do this, do this, Gary. I want you to do this. I did this yesterday and my tits are so sore. I put only <laughs> 75 pounds on the bar, only 75 pounds on the bar. And I did bench press 12 on the minute for 10 minutes. 75. Yeah, 70, just light, 75 on the bar. It's almost so light, it's kind of hard to, like, you, you and, and you can, I don't care what grips you use. I, I switch through all sorts of different grips. Put 75 pounds on the bar and do 12 reps every minute for 10 minutes and tell me if your chest gets sore. Because I've been doing a lot of bench press and my chest hasn't been getting sore, so I'm like, I'm just going to just do closer uh, frequency and see what happens. And I am sore. And normally I start with 135 on the bar. And, and I just do, do 75. Can you still do strict muscle-ups like nothing from your motorcycle? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? I'll try. I'll try. You had the rings in your garage right above your motorcycle, and I remember you were sitting on it, and you're just that like – That was at Boop. HQ. That was at HQ. Boop. Yeah. I don't know if – I don't know how – I don't know how my muscle-ups are these days. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with them. Well, I want to see. You, you used to just crush those, man. I know. I know. I'm a strict. special human. Strict. Just – it's very impressive. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're a good dude. We love Gare Bear. So you you don't you would encourage or discourage me ever messing with HGH. I have no I have no opinion on it. I'm just enjoying watching your journey. I think this is fantastic. I definitely see a different in the way you look, and you're so optimistic. And uh, I and I'm 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 happy. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And I'm it, to tell you the truth, I'm most happy the fact that your wife has started going to the CrossFit gym with you because I think in the end that's going to be pay massive dividends. Thank you, Sevan. Peace I love and love. You, man. 
All right. I'll talk Thanks, to you Jay. soon. Brother. Thank Take you. it easy. See you, man. <laughs> just a ball of energy. Last time it was the four of us, I was in Spain. I just remembered that when I got on here and I was like, oh, it's cold and wet and rainy in Livermore. Spain was better. I don't know if I should address this comment. <laughs> don't. He just, he just pokes the bear. I don't know if I should address just that. I'm disappointed that Trisha's I profile icon like isn't her. I always imagined that actually being her saying this. Go with it. Don't let me ruin it for you. Go with it. No, Go I mean you're it. right. It was obvious, but it was just a. I, I choose. I chose to ignore it. Just, just good. Just go with it. Oh man, my garden is so crazy. I know. I've been, I've been neglecting putting up videos of it. I, I, I need to. My garden's just nuts. We, you know, they sell a uh, passion fruit at Whole Foods for twenty to twenty bucks a pound, and I have fucking no, no, Spiegel. Don't get excited. We're not getting off the air yet. She not put that in there like ten, like when we were in ten minutes. Uh, she shut just it. wanted it to be over ten. You think, ten you think Spiegel's a girl? No, Spiegel's a dude no. for sure. I think that it's all dudes. It's just like Trish. Trish is a dude for sure. There's this only a, a super handful of crazy chicks. Sevon's bush is so it's so crazy. You don't even know. Trim that shit. I like it that Allison says that Trish's profile picture is crazy. Hilarious. I don't know how crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh Okay, so it's, everything seems to be going well. Uh, Caleb, you think everything that's it's, everything seems normal for Gary, right? Like better yeah, than normal. Yeah, it seems better. Honestly, it sounded better than the last time we talked to him. Okay, good. That's what I think too. He sounds extremely optimistic. Yeah, I agree. Uh, vindicate Allison wins the profile pick. Yeah. That's <laughs> not really her, though. Allison's really a dude. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Sousa? Seems He seems good. Yeah, he seems fired up. I hope it all works out. His stories are fucking hilarious. Every time he comes in here, he brings some uh, great energy to the show. <laughs> the, the booty short story is just... That was a bit much. It's crazy. Yeah. I love those stories. I enjoy him, though. Always. Um. Okay. I would love to get... The, can, can we start at the bottom and just work our way up? I'd love... If I, we could get through 10 of these, I would be so happy. I'm going to try not to talk... <laughs> <laughs> number one will go and freaking 20 minutes will go by okay uh can we start at just number 264 <laughs> we're all dudes we're all dudes yes heidi's definitely a dude for sure dude oh, i'm dude. used to badusi oh darn it. oh you said, said that it 20 shows i have a lot of Come gay on. friends loving is uh loving is horrendous we well that's one one of them okay, okay oh, that's, that's happened good. to us a couple of times now okay that was that one. The title was "The Democrats Hate Black People." Uh, two sixty two. Um, don't forget what the racist party. Is. Yeah, uh, don't. Oh it is the racist party. Uh, two sixty two. Don't forget that is uh, this is what tyranny looks like. This is bullying. This is top of the pyramid, top of the spear, bad guy propaganda and fear mongering. Uh, he could have used this time to present data instead of present threats. This this is the way we were talked to. Don't forget. Okay, here we go. This guy was a guest on the show, Tyler Fish, by the way. You can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it. Can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine. Can't go to the movies. Don't have the vaccine. You can't do your laundry. Don't have the vaccine. You can't eat food. Don't have the vaccine. Can't pet a cat. Don't have the vaccine. 
You can't smell a flower. Don't have a vaccine. You can't look at a rainbow. Don't have a vaccine. You can't DM your ex. Don't have a vaccine. You can't make a TikTok. Don't have a vaccine. You can't sit alone in a field with a mask on. Don't have a vaccine. You can't take a shower. Don't have a vaccine. You can't trim your toenails. Don't have a vaccine. You can't take a poop. Don't have a vaccine. You can't play ping pong. Don't have a vaccine. You can't have cheesecake. Don't have a vaccine. You can't have babies. Don't have a vaccine. You can't breathe air. Don't have a vaccine. You can't be alive anymore. Don't have a vaccine. You're not allowed to be buried in a grave. Don't have the vaccine. You can't smell a baby. Uh, don't oh, get a lot of them. <laughs> oh, this kept going. It, it, what's crazy is, is like it, it was, it, it was, it, it was headed that way. Yeah, I mean, in some places it was that way. New York, L.A. Where did I just see San Francisco? Where did I just see somewhere where I, I saw a post from someone? It's in a different country, and they have the mandates in full fucking swing right now, somewhere on China? Earth. No, it wasn't China, but I think China's pretty bad. After we had the strength and conditioning coach on from the UFC, it sounds like China is fucked. When I flew to Spain, they made me wear a mask on that airplane. It was the weirdest thing. Going from Munich to Spain, they were like, here's your mask, and then we put it on the plane, and then you take it off when you get out of the airport. Onto the airport. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, uh, 261. It, it is kind of, it, I don't, I, when I think of Spanish people, I don't think of them as being... Well, it wasn't even in the country anywhere. It was literally just on the plane. And then they handed it to you. And then Grace and I were like, okay, thank you. And kind of walked to our seat with it. And that was it. They never followed back up or like enforced it. It was odd. Uh, 261. This is the truth. Says something that you hate. That does not make them hateful. The people who offend you with truth don't hate you. The people who comfort you with lies hate you. And if you prefer a lie to truth, you hate yourself. If someone says something that you So I'm going to give you a perfect example of that. What's happening to Kyrie Irving right now and to Kanye and about how they're saying that they did anti-Semitic. Uh, they've made anti-Semitic posts. It's, it's complete bullshit. They did not. They did not say anything anti-Semitic. They did, they did nothing anti-Semitic. Those are people who hate themselves, who are demanding to see that in this world. It's, it's, it's the exact same thing we went through a couple of years ago with, um, uh, with, with BLM and, and, and just the left. And like, you know, Danny Spiegel posting that dude, support for a fucking guy that reached into a fucking cop's car and grabbed his fucking gun. It's just this demand. She's clear. When people think that that's racist and they're doing it based on the color of skin. So you're saying that it wouldn't have been racist if it would have been a white guy who reached into the car. It would have had the exact same outcome. Did you see the original tweet that got him in trouble with the anti Kanye I'm referring to here that got him in trouble with the anti-semitic comments well that's the funny thing too it's so hard to trace back to what originally happened because no one will ever say what he said that's exactly what they did to trump too that's one of the main reasons you know they're lying no what yeah. that, is that the tweet where he said jews run hollywood no so i've listened to majority of the podcast he's on at least bits and pieces of it to to narrow it down but the main one the main tweet that everybody refers to as where it kind of kicked off was he tweeted i'm exhausted right now but tomorrow when i wake up i'm going defcon 3 on all jews fine <laughs> i'm just saying that fine right fine fine and then yeah uh defcon 3 means he's going to go aggro on them he's going yeah, to war like with them yeah he's gonna go yeah. he's gonna go to war with them yeah 
you know, I don't know. First of all, it's fine. It's 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 completely fine. Well, I think the theory there he went is... DefCon three on black people too. He's he's he's, he's going DefCon. He, he, what? <laughs> what DefCon three is not even that high. It's like good. Thank you. Five is the lowest. Four, three, two, one. Like it's in the middle. It's like kind of what we do normally. Like well, we're DefCon three. It's like. The argument there is that other then other groups of people that would feel that way, it gives them permission to start to act. And then I think that good, good. there Let was the, a bunch yeah. of like uh, people on the 405 freeway dressed in Nazi attire, like whatever, you know, having people honk and putting up a sign or something like that. And so I think that's their argument as far as like if somebody of that influence, influential of a position puts stuff like that, it gives permission. Um, for other people to act out in those same manners, but perhaps more aggressively or not under the same context that Kanye is. Play the devil's advocate here. Give me right, some, right, give me right. And, and I appreciate that. The reason why that can be said about anything. Like if you're like, I hate carrots. Yes. Don't eat carrots. And then all, yes. everybody on here is like, we're falling Savon. We're not eating carrots. The sugar industry giving $50,000 to Harvard in the 60s to say that sugar um, uh, doesn't cause obesity. Well, that's fine. They paid for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there's money behind it. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, trying but that to think, was... I'm trying to think what he would have to say that would make me think he was racist. I would have to have someone – I'd have to see him walking down the street – with the fucking uh, swastika on his arm saying, um, uh, I'm going to kill a Jew. What if he said Jewish people were greedy and someone responded back to him and said, blacks are dumb. And then he said, Jewish people don't value life. And then, and then, and then, I mean, I'm not not canceling him over that. I don't, I don't, I don't. There's elements of uh, discrimination, prejudice, analysis, truth to all of it. Mm -hmm. It, it, It's fucking nuts. But what's crazy is how quickly, how quickly that if you basically the, the big picture, this is what's happening. The left is demanding that people get offended. Right. No one wants to talk about the deepest element. There are words here for little Jewish boys and girls and little black boys and girls that we demand that the second that they come out of their mom's vagina and they're born onto planet Earth, that they be offended by their whole fucking life. Well, not just that. The left left demands it. What's even crazier is the Jews demand it and the blacks demand it. They've built their own cage. If you're offended by racial slurs, you are playing right into in, 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 into the into the uh, slave master's um, game. It is completely absurd that a baby would be born on this planet, and there would be a word here that not only that they have to be offended by, but they will defend with their whole being to be offended by a word. It's fucking batshit crazy. And what's crazy is you see black people doing it and Jews doing it. Jews calling Kanye anti-Semitic. It's. Do you think he suffers from any um, like diet, like a diagnosed like mental like issue, like bipolar or? 
I don't know how Kyrie. anybody exists. I no. know everyone says Kanye. that, but I haven't seen him do anything just complete. The only crazy thing I ever saw him do that I thought was and I, is when he went on stage at the fucking Grammys. Yeah. Did, I, feel like he, I feel like he has like Asperger's or something. Well, if you watch a lot of his old stuff, like I was a fan of Kanye, like way back when, when he was just the dude with the Louis Vuitton backpack at the end of the Chappelle show uh, videos. Right. And he was still producing and was doing the Jay-Z stuff. And he was always somebody who said does this like controversial stuff, but he seems really jaded by the industry. Like he seems like somebody who would like be good with a handshake deal and like your word. And then like, he just like that has just kind of screwed him over time and time again. And now if you listen to a lot of his stuff, he just seems kind of alone. And so I wonder how much that's going into his anger and what he's saying. I mean, sometimes we put these people up on different pedestals because they might be saying something that we're like, yeah, I agree with that. So then therefore we're all going to jump on the bandwagon of this person. And we don't really know them outside of just, you know, the, the stuff that they're on the podcast with. And ultimately he just is a human being struggling with issues. He doesn't have his family anymore. He lost $2 billion in a day. Like I wouldn't take emotional. I mean, I wouldn't take advice from anybody that that's emotion that that is that emotional. Like the CEO of the company was going through mental health issues. You even said it on here, we would remove that individual to let them work on their stuff before so we could all carry on and move forward with the business. So is that is that just what we're seeing happening with Kanye? And, and a lot of these uh, companies are just using that as a scapegoat, the anti-Semitic comments or the, the ones they're claiming are just to create some distance to get away because he's too much of a loose cannon. And businesses thrive and grow on consistency. I mean, it, it all sounds it all sounds logical. I just think that there's such a demand for racism right now. It's like like there's a demand for drinking water. People just want to find it everywhere. You know, I was almost completely gone. Yes. And now that it's not like industries and especially, especially, especially politicians and the establishment, the establishment thrives off of it because they need it to divide the people. Because if that shit goes away and people really understand that there is no word waiting for me that I need to be offended by, that I could choose to react to this or not react to this, then those things don't benefit the establishment. They don't benefit the division of the people always is going to develop, uh, um, benefit the establishment in the system that's in place. Well so said. that's why it still exists. I agree with you 100%. And people play right into it. A hundred percent. And it's mostly in, in a social media. You've been all over the world, Sevan. All over, right? Yeah, Jeff. And and you and you've touched and experienced lots of different people and interactions and traditions and cultures and all this stuff. And by and large, you would probably say that ninety five percent, if not more, ninety eight, ninety nine percent of the people are just good people that all have the same goals. They want safety for their family and for themselves, and they want to be able to pursue a life that makes them happy. All of us, by and large, want that. And so chances are the only people that are going around that are really spewing hate that would actually like physically harm a person in action with their thoughts are just really hurt people in general. And majority of them are, aren't around doing that. And if they are, all of us good people get to get together and say, hey, this person belongs in jail or whatever. But we're separating with all this superficial bullshit. How many stories do you see with manufactured racism? All, good, great question. Oh, Fuck. so many of them. All of them. Yeah. And it's easy for us to play into it because we're bringing other projections of frustration of our life. I can't pay my bills. There's inflation. Well, now I'm upset and the media is pointing that, uh, that aggression towards certain groups of people or soar toward different ideologies. And we're just unconsciously jumping on the bandwagon, never taking a step back and saying, hey, what the fuck is really going on here? And how do we actually create a better life for ourselves 
and not just continue this ideological struggle that either side doesn't really benefit. And the establishment keeps marching on, baby. And, and another thing is I've, I've been in the vast majority of countries that I visited in. I stand out like a sore thumb. I go to Kenya. I don't see any other white people. I go to France. I you, you, well, France Ugh. is actually quite the melting. Yeah, I know, it's a fucking despicable <laughs> place. Uh, France is actually quite the melting pot. Where can I go? I go to uh, um, uh, where's Miko live? Finland. It's all Finnish people. Their golden retrievers even look different than ours. <laughs> I go to Japan. It's all Japanese people. There's 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 so few places like this. God, France is a trip. It's like a ba- it, that in Canada, man. What a trip. Uh, 259, will a woman become President Gerald Ford? If Michelle Obama runs, she wins. You think? Fuck yeah. United States. (laughs) Well, I hope we do have a young lady at some point become President of the United States. Uh, I can tell you how I think it will happen. Because it won't happen in the uh, normal course of events. Either the Republican or Democrat political party will nominate a man for president and a woman for vice president. And the woman and man will win. So you'll end up with a, a president, a male, and a vice president, a female. And in that term of office of the president, the president will die and the woman will become president under the law. Would you give a young lady wanting to become president of the United What a crazy answer to tell to a room full of kids. Yeah, that's that's a bit wild, huh? Uh, Sevan, you must have been a giant in Japan. Actually, no. I, um, they're, they're actually much taller than you think. It's just, um, for years, I think that they were malnourished over there is what was happening. I I read some study on it. They're whole new generations that are eating differently. They're fucking like just normal sized people. You have to go to some poor Asian country. Like, like when I was in Indonesia, I'm a giant. Even in Armenia, I thought I'd be like the same size as everyone. Nope. Fucking midget. Still midget. Uh, two fifty eight. Uh, how how to uh, how to talk to kids? I was getting I was getting like Biden vibes from Gerald Ford, except he, it's interesting. How to talk to kids? Two fifty eight. Don't eat on the couch. We're supposed to say eat at the table. Pilots know this. It is well known in the pilot community that when you tell a pilot don't hit the obstacle, they'll hit the obstacle, because what they're doing is focusing on the obstacle. It's the same thing for you. If you focus on the obstacles, all you will see is obstacles. It's your choice how you choose to perceive your own career. It's literally perspective. Instead of saying to children, don't eat on the couch, we're supposed to say, eat at the table. Pilots know this. It is so no- your child's climbing a fence. It's 15 feet high. You don't say, don't fall. You say, man, you have strong hands. Use those strong hands, boy. The power of words once again, huh? Yeah. And, and yeah. And there's always the chance that don't fall could be heard as fall. We've all yeah. said something to someone, don't do something, and they don't do it and down. they heard it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so for a variety of reasons, yeah, you don't. Um, uh, Jay Hartle, I'm Armenian and I'm 5'9". Yeah. All the women in Armenia were 5'9". 
God, if you want to see some beautiful women go to Armenia, it's crazy. Uh, Two fifty six prostitution. It is a, it is a, it is a crazy. I cannot believe that I'm from the same gene pool as those women when I go there. It's nuts. Uh, a new California law will end arrest for loitering and for prostitution. California. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a controversial bill to decriminalize decriminalize loitering with the intent to engage in prostitution. Oh, God, I've met this guy before, Scott Wiener. I don't use these words very often. Super beta. I don't use those terms, alpha and beta. This guy is this guy is this guy looks like a human. He looks like an experiment. They bred a human and a weasel. He's probably the one soliciting prostitution to begin with. He says loitering laws are used by police to discriminate discriminate against people of color and LGBTQ community. So so listen, what he's saying is, is that all the whores are black people or lesbians or homosexuals or transgenders. That's what he's saying. Right? That's crazy. It's a, it's Weird. like a, they always package all this stuff that they're trying to change by with like a packaging of like racism or you're going to marginalize communities because then you can't actually say anything against it. Yeah. There's no truth to it. It's a hedge so that you'll be afraid to speak up against it. A hundred percent. Anytime anyone says disproportionately affects you, they're just, they're a fucking liar. Just know because just everything disproportionately affects everything. It's it's a meaningless, vapid statement. Go ahead, Susa. Well, I was going to say, I wonder what unattended, unattended consequences we'll have too, right? Because like, if you get rid of all loitering, does that mean that now you're just going to have a bunch of people hanging out in front of a 7-Eleven? And if the owner's like, hey, people are afraid to come and shop here because I got all these people just drinking in front of my place and hanging out all day. They got nowhere to go. Like, We need them to move out of here. And they're like, well, sorry, there's no law against loitering anymore. So you technically, we can't make them leave. And then you have another thing that's just going to harm small business there. And when the business goes, the people go, the corporation goes, the money goes, and you have Detroit. Well, and here's the thing. I don't know. I don't have an opinion on uh, prostitution being legal or not. And I'm not sure how I feel about loitering. But the city that this guy, this guy, Scott Wiener, is in the Bay Area. And at least that's where I met him. I met him in San Francisco. And that city is completely turning into a, I mean, it it is a complete shithole. And it is not a place for kids anymore. It is so fucking sad. Yeah. And uh, and, and now now is not the time. No. Now is not the time. Uh, Two fifty four. Lady with knife in department store. God, some of these are so old. <laughs> I always love your subtitles for these. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Wow. Wow. That's what Gary needs. He needs a taser. (laughs) Why is it called a tase her and not a tase him? Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. That's that's one of those jokes. All right. So if you carry, I I think that was a, we should, we should, we got to have blade back on. Uh, That should be a great video. Um, All right. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 249, uh, what is abortion? Yeah, we're, we're cruising. We're cruising. That looked like that hurt, huh? Getting tased. Yeah, that would suck. Caleb, have you ever been tased? Is that something to do in the no, military? Okay, never I been did, tased. I asked you just because you're in the military, not that I thought you were out there doing stuff to be tased. That's, <laughs> that's racist, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to go work with the canines in a couple of days, and I'm going to see if I can get bit by one. Hey, if you tase uh, a pregnant woman, does it fuck the baby up? Probably. That's a very good point. Think about yeah, that. interesting question. is because I've had women friends come to me in tears after having an abortion and they say the same thing. They always say, I didn't know it was going to be like that. I didn't know that I was going to pass my baby in the toilet and see my child in the toilet. They didn't know that it was going to be that painful. They didn't know it was going to be that, um, that horrendous because the doctors don't tell them what abortion actually is, which is why I'm so supportive of Lila Rose and live action. I think they're doing the most important work right now when it comes to abortion and educating women on what abortion actually is. And then even down to the surgical abortion, what is a surgical abortion? What happens? The baby just doesn't disappear. The doctor goes in with forceps and it's important to say this guys, even though it's graphic and rips out the baby's limbs first arm, arm, leg, leg, And then the forceps go in and crush the skull and then continually pulls out the remaining body parts. It is the most depraved, heinous thing that we have ever adopted in society. And I think that if more women knew what abortion actually was, they wouldn't support it. And I really like Lila Rose's messaging because she says this all the time. Wow. It's gnarly. You know what? I'm under the belief that like uh, I kind of have a lot of libertarian viewpoints. So I think people should just be able to do whatever they want. They can make their own decisions. But just like with the smoking, when they tried to curve cigarette smoking, all they did was just graphically educate you on the health uh, problems that occur from it. Right. We got a lot of that in school. Like if you go to that was another thing over in Europe, they just have people with like their teeth missing on the front of the pack of the cigarettes. And it says like, if you smoke these, you will die. And your chance of this goes up. So it's just blatantly on the pack. So you have to like, you know, reach for the guy without his teeth because he has, you know, mouth cancer and grab it and then go purchase it. And I think that if we just let everybody be and quit wrapping these things in like, you know, women's healthcare and start conflating these issues and make them all crazy. You were just like, Hey, here's what happens. This is what we're educating you guys on. We're not going to put laws on your bodies. You do whatever you want, but just know that this is what happens. Here's a group of people that have gone through it. This is their experience. Listen and become educated from them by it and then make the best decision possible for you and your family. What about this? I I love all that. uh, Susa, just honest talk about it honest education and leave people alone after that but what about this what about rewarding people who stay as couples as opposed to rewarding people who um get uh divorce sounds like you're on your way to a strong middle class and nobody likes that what do you mean reward people like how would you do that I, 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 um, uh, for, for the tax break, tax- you, have, you have two kids, they go to school, you're contributing, mm-hmm. you get a larger tax break. You have, if you want to own a home and you're together and you're married and you have been for a long period of time, your property tax on that home goes down significantly. Your homeowner's insurance can go down significantly. Tax break if you live together and you're married. 
so that you can use that money that you save to go to therapy like Gary and his fucking wife. Gotcha. Something. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. But 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 right now it's backwards. You're rewarded for divorce and separation. Yeah. And then you could decentivize uh, the uh, the opposite way. And it would have to be looked into like in depth to understand the mechanisms of it, but continue to incentivize uh, women as they're better off being single. And if you have multiple kids by multiple different people, you get more money in the system and, and things like that. And there's a separation of helping somebody out who's truly struggling and understanding that and then helping them out of that situation. And then just giving money into certain situations that breed further things that are terrible for society because they're incentivizing that. And education is always going to be the way. If somebody has poor spending habits and they're broke, like you have to change their habits. You can't give them more money. Somebody who's broke and has it, you, if you just give them more, well, here's that fucking crazy. And that's what we're doing as a society. We're saying, hey, you've already made decisions that are harmful for the people, the humans that you're bringing onto this earth, your children. We know that's not going to give them the best possible start. But instead of educating, teaching, and finding viable solutions, we're just going to give you money and hope the issue goes away. And then again, you just got to ask. They really think that that too. They really think, oh, poverty is the issue. We can print more money. It's like a fucking Lucille Ball episode of idiocy. Yeah. And it doesn't benefit the people they're giving the money to either. It's just harmful all around. Uh, um, Please don't punish people for getting divorced. I was in abusive marriage and divorce was a huge gift. Uh, They're not being punished. No, that's, yeah, you're looking at the the wrong end there. We didn't say anything about punish. We said incentivizing the behavior we want to see. And there's always going to be a lot of circumstances, um, you know, that'll change that. But Uh, 246 uh, racism rears its ugly head. 246. There's some kids in the pool. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Let me guess. (laughs) The kids in the pool are black. Yes. Yes, they're black. Shut up. Shut up. The fuck up. Kids that are black in your pool are not bothering you, lady. What are they doing? They're drowning. No! Black babies! <laughs> okay, what's going on? There's some kids in the Is that pool. like from Reno 911 or something? Let me guess. I don't know. I kids just in the pool like are black. Yes, yes, they're black. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Kids that are black in your pool are not bothering you, lady. What are they doing? They're drowning. No! I love her anal beads around her. No, no. Uh, 242. Man, we're on a roll. What did we start at? 267? Yeah. I think we skipped like probably 10 digits there. Oh, someone says Jess Hartle says yes, Reno 911. I thought that was from the, the funny show. Los Angeles yesterday, children were around to witness this behavior. Action. Kids in masks, so you know the parents are idiots. Oh, walking oh, by dudes yes. with their dicks out. Guys on bikes. Girl, yeah. You know what's funny is I kind of, not that young, but growing up in the Bay Area, you kind of, that's kind of the norm. Well, I don't, it's, it's, I don't know. It's interesting because you grew up in, in, the, the, in the same similar area as I did, someone, but like you would see it and it wasn't normalized. It might be normal that you would see a naked person in the street, especially in San Francisco, like ride a bike, but it wasn't, it wasn't like normalized in the sense of like, now there's massive groups of people doing it. Now there's a bunch of kids here as well. You and there were never any naked women. 
If there was, they definitely weren't the ones you wanted to see. It was always <laughs> fucking sure. naked dudes I saw in the Bay Area. Yeah. Fuck. Always. And they and they and they never had good bodies or giant cocks or nothing like nothing <laughs> cool. Like it was like some guy with a fucking nub and he was eighty pounds overweight and hairy. Yeah. Oh, Caleb, have you ever been yeah. to San Francisco? Yes, and I I regret it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you it. Hey, you know when a good time to go is is during um the uh air show. The air show there is oh, yeah. fucking Fleet awesome. Week. Yeah, Fleet Week. So go good. There. From now until like the end of December, it's open season, baby. You go out there and you're gonna get your shit took real quick. Yeah, don't drive there. Take an Ooh. Uber there. It it is um it was always bad in years past. Now it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, you'll get your shit broken into. Hey, you park your car and a dude will just walk right up to you. Who's be a, uh, g- give me 20 bucks and I'll watch your car. And basically what he's saying is you don't give me 20 bucks. I'm fucking busting your, your window. Shit. Yeah. You'll see signs where people like stick a sign in the reverse that says like the car is completely empty. Please don't break my windows or they'll just fucking leave their windows down. So crazy. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kill when I when I went there, there we were like talking to the Uber drivers and just people who live there, and they were talking about how uh, they'll have a friend who owns the house or something, and he'll be paying. It's like a two bedroom, one bathroom house, and he'll be paying like two grand, two to three grand a month for rent. And he has a friend who lives in the car outside of the house, like sleeps in it. And then uses the, just uses the house as like a bathroom and shower. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy to me. I, yeah. I, can't, I, I don't really ever want to go back there. It's kind of terrible. The Bay Area is a trip. Um, so yesterday I'm driving uh, th- uh, my three kids and a family friend, uh, a young girl, uh, to jujitsu. And then afterwards, I'm going to take them swimming. Um, and we're at a stoplight. And I live in a pretty small town. You know, for the Bay Area, it's a small town. Santa Cruz, California, and it's pretty isolated. And this guy starts crossing the street in the middle of traffic, and it's clear he's high on some drugs, probably fentanyl or heroin. And he's walking straight towards our car, and we're at a stoplight. So I immediately, and he's not, now he's like five feet away. I mean, literally, if 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 we weren't inside the car, he could have touched my kids, right? So you have this illusion of space because I'm in a car, but there is no space. So I immediately uh, start devising plans on how I'm going to kill this guy just immediately if he (laughs) makes any moves because I have to protect the children because I feel like my kids' lives are in danger because I see a guy doing a behavior that I don't recognize walking into oncoming traffic, um, uh, walking straight towards my car, and everything in my life is about protecting these kids. And he's definitely not home, and and I just feel like all – I just felt all of a sudden my kid's safety was at threat. Yeah. And it's good that you went there immediately because act like when violence happens like that or when shit gets crazy, it happens like one of my kids, my kids are so protected. You don't like to a point that's not healthy. And my kid Joseph goes, is he going to hurt us? He was aware. And I start laughing. I go, not when I'm here. Not today, motherfuckers. Yeah. (laughs) I was just devising ways. Okay, this is how I'm going to pull forward, backward. I'm going to fucking hit him. I'm going to jump out and stomp his face. Like I I just just felt like a like i'm sure that's like how a bear feels when it's like walking with its cubs mm-hmm. you gotta just go there away. you're in the car you just start driving i couldn't we were stuck in bumper to bumper traffic oh, at really? a red light 
50 cars in front of me, 50 cars behind me. Yep. Because we have such poor, we have such poor, uh, um, Santa Cruz is stuck between the ocean and these mountains. And so we have, we have like our road network is fucked. So even though we don't have a lot of people, the traffic is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I always make sure there's enough room between myself and the car yes. ahead of me that I can Caleb go on knows. the curb or something. Yeah. Caleb knows. Yeah, That's right. Know. I don't yep. mess with that. Always give yourself a good exit strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 241, a mask saved her life. Uh, Jan Clark, thank you. You're always awesome. Losing weight makes your piece bigger fact. Yeah, I've noticed that. I noticed that. I'm most ever weight is 182, but when I get down to like 150, that thing is huge. Uh, okay. Oh. Is that how Gary grunts? Probably. Yep, there it is. Wow. Wow. Oh, this is going to hurt. This part's going to hurt. Now she could just sit herself up. Dude, she's in a fucking panic right now. She's having a fucking panic attack. Yeah. Oh, God, girl. What the hell? I should have rolled it off. Sorry. It's okay. That was unnecessary. Very necessary, Tom. Oh. You've never spotted somebody before, obviously. Dude, that was on her neck, dude. And please use this as a reason to never bench press with collars on the bar. Ever. Also, couldn't she just sit up right there and just like? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think the bar's caught on something on the other side, or else she would have just tipped it up. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's caught on the safety bars because she has them too low. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. There's safety bars there. She didn't prop them up high enough. She deserves this, honestly. Wow. Good thing she was wearing that mask. Oh my god. You guys. Protect her from that man who came to spot her. <laughs> Why does Bruce think this is fake? Why? Interesting. Why do you think that that was fake? This is the start of a porno, probably. Uh, because it's so light. <laughs> because it looks so light. I don't. I think. I. Think I don't it, think that's fake. I think that was real panic. We were with, when yeah, and was. I think that girl was probably weak as a bird, and that was way too much weight for her. Mm-hmm. She looked very defeated when she got it down to her stomach. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is it. Oh, and Heidi, in your defense, maybe I did say that. Maybe I did say that. I misunderstood you when you said de-incentivize divorce. I changed the word in my brain to mean pun. Maybe, and it's fair. What you said is fair. I'm, I ain't, I ain't hating. I yeah, because there's no, there's like, yeah, there's no punishment for it. We're just saying placing incentives in the right. Heidi, I saw my parents fight like crazy. I was so relieved when they separated. You probably did the right thing, if only for your daughter's mental health. Word, word them up. That's uh, for sure. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Well, uh, Paper Street Coffee, I like how the dude isn't wearing a mask and the girl is. Oh, fucking absurd. I wish a man would come and spot me. Fair enough. Uh, pregnant uh, 240. Let's listen from a, a pregnant woman. What she has to say. I started from the bottom today. Now we're here. 
In case you want a glimpse at the demonic, uh, not one of my favorite words means nothing to me. In case you want a glimpse at the demonic mindset on display at the Supreme Court today, this is fucking batshit crazy. Hey, mom, do you have any pictures of me when I was younger? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) This is a pregnant woman that has written on her stomach, not a human yet. It's just fucking unreal. Why? Why not just stay home and leave your and like do something like and, and ride the assault bike and watch some TV? Like why? Why are you doing that? Hey, the best was the best. There's a crazy one uh, with Charlie Kirk fighting with these people about abortion. God, I wonder if I if I have it. This is so stupid. Probably in lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Hey, I'm going to tell you, this is how fanatical you should be if you're a mom. You shouldn't even want to put marker on your stomach because of maybe the trace chemicals that would get through to your baby. You should stop washing your clothes with fucking anything that might poison your kids or change its hormone levels or do anything to your skin. You have a fucking human in there. Act like a complete fucking maniac and protect yourself from fucking everything. All natural. Just let it it's just go all natural. Yeah, this was the book I actually referenced last time about nutrition while you were uh, pregnant and that's actually giving the best start to your baby. It's called Deep Deep Nutrition. Dude. Even I, I, even even if like even if let's say she was going to a cause that I completely agreed in, why are you going somewhere with all of these fucking negative people chanting negative shit and be doing negative stuff? Why can't, can't you just wait 9 months? Can't you just like take your baby, sit in the woods and listen to some Bach and fucking eat fucking cucumbers and fucking cow hearts? Like just chill. Some liver? Whatever. (laughs) Just, yeah, some meat. Yeah, some liver. Uh, 237, Democrats running for office as Republicans. God, this is old. I apologize for some of you. This is just like. So so last week, 237. I like how quickly everybody took the title of that book into something else. <laughs> Did it get crass? Deep. Yeah. Like we need, we need them to run as the other side, even though they for our side. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. And this is the only way you're going to change the dynamics in South Carolina. We can battle them in public all day. As long as we know we're working for the same goal, when we get enough of us in there, we can recast the habit for real from the inside out. Then we can flip some yeah. from the inside out. We got to take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. I still got to struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the fuck is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Where the fuck is dope? Where the duffel bag boys? Get you finding somebody from your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that shit under their name. We need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their yard signs down when they when they sleeping. We ain't gotta make a bunch of noise about it. We ain't gotta go live about it. Just don't say shit. just like when somebody drop money and you pick it up. South Carolina state rep and US Senate candidate. Crystal Matthews. I think that guy she was talking to is in prison, as I recall the details when they came out, and she's mm-hmm. asking him for help with with from like you know gang members who are outside. Something crazy like that. Damn, some mafia style shit. How, how cool is Project Veritas? Fucking wild. Yeah, definitely needed at this time. 
I can't believe they exist. I can't believe they exist either. That guy, James O'Keefe, is a fucking national treasure. I fucking mean that. I agree. He is something else. He's the only person in the media space really holding all these people accountable at the highest level. Elon's starting to do it. He is, in certain ways. Kind of joking, but... Oh, okay. Uh, 235, uh, sugar addict disguised as a great dad. This, if this is what I think it is, this is fucking nuts. The Disneyland show. Yeah. Okay. So this is Disney dad. This is a, a website called Disney planner, babe. So here's the thing. What I realized when I went to Disneyland and I'm not saying this jokingly, you have to know this is what I'm telling you. I, I really think that there's, I'm, I'm onto something here. Disneyland is not an amusement park. It is not even a good amusement park. The the rides are tired. It's clean. But it's overcrowded. The rides are washed up. It's a small world is so like <laughs> Did you ever go to Epcot? It, it it looks like yeah, I did go to Epcot back in the day. I haven't been in a long time. Oh, come on. But but it's made <laughs> like like the, the but what it really is, the one thing I noticed there, and I know I have a bias, but it's a place where you go eat sugar. And I really – I'm not saying that in jest or in joking. All These people – there's these people there who buy season passes so that they can go there and sit on the wall and, and put on the, the bunny ears and pretend that they're there for Disneyland, but they're there for the sugar. It's the same thing with raves when I went to raves. Oh, no one – or, or the Grateful Dead. No one really likes this music. People came here to do the drugs <laughs> and to get and to get laid. Like that's what that's what this scene is. That scene at Disneyland. I'm telling you, it is not an amusement park, in my opinion. And I really mean this. It is a place to go eat sugar and safety with your cohort. That is the total norm there. Okay, let's play. Let's hit play on this. You right now, there is nothing sexier than a Disney dad. They love going to Disney with you. They love spending money on Disney. They love taking their kids to Disney. That is the sexiest thing. I'm going to tell you right. That was kind of creepy. Dude, it's. It's pure. It's just drug addict talk. But what's which I'm okay with, except for the kids. I appreciate the thought, but do better. Oh, and it's so absurd. There's nothing sexy about him at all. That, l- no. Listen, that, that's like there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing sexy about me, and I'm a thousand times sexier than that guy. That sexy <laughs> means you want to mate with something in order to have kids. He probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> You probably can't. The shelf life on fat people being attractive is really small. That's the problem with being fat. It's like, um, and there's a limit to it. But once you're over like 25, fat's no longer attractive. Yeah, the whole dad bod thing really threw me for a loop. I couldn't stand it. It doesn't make sense. Well, I'll tell you all about it offline. It's a (laughs) disaster. Enlighten me. But I'm not going for it. I'm trust me, I'm not trying to normalize that shit. And it's okay to be comfortable with your body. I'm happy that that I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable with their body. Like go to the go to the beach and take your shirt off and have fun and don't live in the fucking nightmare that I live in. But but the, but it's so absurd to say that that's sexy. It, 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 um, 
that that guy's on so many fucking drugs, I'm sure. Let alone the sugar he's eating, let alone all the fucking medications also, he's on. You, you, can't you don't want that guy that. ejaculating semen into you and procreating. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Caleb. Yeah. You can't even enjoy that place when you're that big. Like well, oh, yeah, you can because you can eat. Dude, it's literally it's literally walls and they have carts for you. Oh, There's oh, millions of carts. Not millions, right. thousands and thousands of carts. They're everywhere. I just, if I was that big, like, I don't think I could enjoy it. Like, I'd have, being able to walk everywhere is, it's half of it. Mm-hmm. More than it's half an of important. It. It's an important element of a happy life. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, 2.32, India, workforce of 1 billion people. Somebody told me, so I don't know where this is going, but somebody told me the other day that there was a Tyson packing plant in the Midwest that hired 3,000 Micronesians to work there for on like two-year contracts. And there are only like 100,000 people who live in Micronesia. I uh, found that insane. Anyway. Tyson plant. Like a chunk of their population. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like almost the entirety of Micronesia works in the Midwest. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's here. It's in the well. The New York Times has an article. They crossed an ocean to butcher pigs. It was no American dream. Of course, the the they get fucking jobs and they're out of their fucking shithole life. And they and have of opportunity. The New York Times has to living in Micronesia them. doesn't sound that bad, but you know, living in America gives you far more opportunities. Uh, it was yeah. two hundred Micronesians made the seven thousand mile journey. I found that so much. I was like, what is the population of Micronesia that we're taking 3,000 of them? This article like says one, it's only it's like 200, but maybe they've taken more. Oh, for sure. Hey, it could be worse. They could go to Dubai and be slaves. They could go to UAE and be slaves. Indentured servitude for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah, it's I crazy. Myself, but. The other people that the people that come from other countries that come in here like can't like fathom like how much like opportunity there is with jobs. And even if you and then everybody like you know all the people coming out of college like poo poo the minimum wage and they say this or that or the other thing. And like, look, it's not going to be easy if you're making a minimum wage job, but you have the opportunity in America to start at a minimum wage job live with whatever you got to do. Your parents are grind with six other roommates, right? Like live in there, work a ton, d- save every penny you have, dump. 50% of it in the S&P 500. Do that in your early 20s. And within 10 years of just grinding like that, you could find yourself in a pretty good position. Like, hey, that's what I did. Experience. Yeah. That's what I did with my college buddies. Yeah. But that's what we did. We all fucking worked our asses off to fucking try to scrape money together and get money from our parents to pay our rent and smoke dope. And then, yeah, that sounds way better. And imagine if you put that money into some sort of investment or investing in your own education for seminars or different things that you could learn to like Tommy G buy houses in Milwaukee and acquire new skills and then take that money and invest further into those skills and just slowly work your way out of it. But everybody else would rather just sit around, be entitled, complain, cry online like that Starbucks worker we had on the last time, even though the opportunities there are crazy abundant and they're getting a higher education and then blame it on the system. It's like, come on. You get opportunity and then blame someone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Opportunity to have all these benefits at a part-time job, continue on with my higher education. They work around my schedule so I could still go to school, but we need a union. (laughs) What's this? Beaver arts. Is this this your second handle? Caleb, is this you? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Let's see this. Let's see this. I have a feeling this is going to be great. Oh, you can turn the volume off. Hey, this is real. This is how they do shit in India. This is real. So you got the foreman in all white. Wow. One, two, three, four, five guys. Fucking brilliant. Hey, look at the teeter-totter. Looks like it's good. I mean, it is fucking janky. Yeah. So I went through a toll booth there in India, and there was like fucking 16 lanes on a highway. And there were three guys working the toll booth. You give the money to one guy. I don't know what he does with it. Like he checks it. Then he gives it to another guy and he checks it. And then they give it to the guy and he puts it in the register. And then when they pass the change back, they do the same thing. And I asked someone there, I'm like, hey, why, why is it like this? And they go, dude, we have so many people who need jobs. I was like, well, bureaucracy. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dude, that's how it is out here too. Yeah, it is. Jobs for nothing. Jobs for nothing. For sure. Yeah. Like they don't do anything. They just stand there and. That's your job. Yeah. At least it could be a blunt roller for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He pays that guy like 40 grand. He does? So, yeah, it was on a podcast I was listening to, and they're like, hey, wait, we heard that there's a job that you give out that it, it's just a blunt roller. And he's like, yeah. And like, so this person's job is just to roll blunts. And he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he goes, what if you don't mind resume. me asking, how much do we pay? And he goes, I pay him good. I pay him like, it was like 40 or 45K a year just wow. to roll blunts. Hey, let's see if we can get that guy on. Oh, fuck. That's a great idea. Okay, I'll do some research. 212. <laughs> the Rock is a bitch. Oh, I got to leave in three minutes. So, do you always inspire to roll hey, once? <laughs> this local affiliate owner who knew Greg back in like the 90s uh, reached out to me yesterday. He's a friend of mine, Kevin Johns. Uh, Logan Paul says The Rock abandoned him when he was his lowest. So he left him on red when the rock reached out recently. Oh God, this is sold. Okay. Let's play this. I'm going to, let's hear this. I realized sweetheart. Give me the time of day. Have a nice conversation. It was awesome. Made like three or four videos on separate occasions that all went like crazy viral. I would consider him like definitely like an acquaintance, like very friendly with each other. Like me and Dwayne, what's up after uh, Japan happened, found myself in a hole, rightfully so extremely low mentally and i got a call from my publicist she's like hey Dwayne has asked that you remove every uh picture and video that you've you've done with him he basically wants nothing to do with you you know i made a grotesque error but i just wish i would have gotten like a call or a text or something i thought we had a like a healthy relationship an open line of communication and i and i was so sad my hero wanted nothing to do with me I vowed to get better. I vowed to change whatever time passed. We, I start doing well. Did you reach out again? I did not reach out. He, he did three months ago. Like nothing ever happened. And he didn't acknowledge that there was ever any. Mm -mm. And what did you do? Did you reply? Mm -mm. You're basically saying if I wasn't good enough in my dark times, am I good enough now for you? Okay, well, no, thank you then. Yeah, because everyone wants you on the come up. It's interesting how that works. The Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. I was. I, I I saw something that Jake Paul posted a couple days ago. I played it on a show a couple days ago. It fucking like I I just now I'm in love with Jake Paul. I'm the biggest Jake Paul fan of all time now.
This is going to sound weird, but I actually wouldn't be surprised if The Rock didn't even know his publicist reached out and had that happen with uh, Logan Paul. Oh, fair. Because if you look back at that time, like he was still up and coming, like The Rock may have not even known that that took place. And the publicist was just doing the job. They went, oh, shit, we have a few things with this person. They're going down. We need to immediately disassociate. So what you're saying is Logan Paul needs a Matt Souza. Logan, baby, what's up? Let's get Jake on here and then I'll help you out a little bit. What were you saying, Caleb? I was just saying the rock's been big enough for like at least over 10 years. So it's easily that that could have happened. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I see it. And then I think it's a huge mistake on Logan Paul's part, not to, if that really is true, not to reach back out because I had reached back out and then I would, I would like leverage that as like a talking point and some sort of drama or attention gatherer between the two of us. Uh, I forgot to say I'm doing my L one tomorrow at CF Glasgow, Scotland. No shit. Congrats, John. Yeah, please it tell is. me about it. DM me or or come back here and tell me. I can't wait to hear it. Congratulations. Don't, that is awesome. Don't fail the test. Uh, who cares about the test? Don't worry. Don't let Caleb stress you out. If test you take some uh, photos, if you take some photos with the coaches, tag us in it on Instagram and stuff like that. I always love getting those too. Please, please. Yes, we will repost those. Tag us on any L1 photos. We'll repost them. When the temperature is more than 110 degrees in the UAE, the government says it's less. So they keep them working on roads under the sun. Well, yeah, you don't want to take their jobs away because of a little heat. Uh, that's that. That's a was really good that you said that, um, Mr. Souza. That's a really good point. Okay, number twenty one. Since we're on the Paul brothers, uh, I, I really, I, I'm, I'm just so stoked to see this. Number twenty one, Jake Paul. What a boss! And, and some of you might think that this is uh, uh, not a big deal. I wouldn't think this is a big deal five years ago, but we are in the era of being canceled. I wouldn't be surprised tomorrow if they say Jake Paul fucking hates black people. I mean, the people. Go ahead. Basically, sell billions, hundreds of billions of dollars worth of medication to people. If the medication actually worked, then they wouldn't have any more clients. So they're just trying to get these people more sick. Um, and the, this type of corruption happens with hundred billion dollar organizations because, like I said, it's hundreds of billions of dollars on the line. And greediness never stops, man. You know, these people always want more and more and more. The big pharma companies who letting it hang out there, talking smart talk to his generation. How long, How old was that clip? That's pretty recent, right? I think it's very recent. Has there been any backlash from it or anything that's happened because of that? There will be. I, I, I'd i be surprised because a lot of times it's not the first or second time that something said. It's like if you decide to hop on that and like kind of like make that your agenda as you push it forward when you go on um, <clears throat> public things like that, then it becomes a real issue. So I'll, I'm curious to see if he continues with that. I hope he does, but we'll see. I heard a kid at the store the other day say, um, uh, or we were outside. I can't remember where I was, but he was telling one of his friends, I'm so lucky I got an eighth of weed and there was more like one and a half eighths in it. (laughs) (laughs) The little things, the little things. And I was like thinking to myself, no, you'd actually, you'd be lucky if you quit smoking weed. If you called and he wasn't available to drop it off. Yeah, that would be lucky. Actually, you got unlucky. (laughs) Fine. Uh, 2.11. Oh, this is a trip. This is, there was a guy, I don't know if, 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 I don't hear about this guy anymore. There was a guy on Instagram that was huge for a while named Dan Blazarian. He was always like in jets and with hot girls. And 
Um, he wore a million dollar watch. Well, let's let here we got the clip. Here we go. Uh, calculated plans to you know rob rich people of their belongings these days. Oh yeah, I mean. I got, I got a million dollar watch stolen off my wrist at the Canelo fight, you know? I didn't even feel it. It was the fucking weirdest thing, man. I was mm. walking in, taking some photos, whatever, and looked down and my fucking watch is gone. These guys that could take your watch right off your wrist, looking you in the fucking eye like you and me, and you would not feel it. It's the craziest fucking thing ever. And I should have known that. I knew it because I'm like friends with like some of these magicians or whatever. I've like seen it done before. You know, it's probably like stupid to fucking wear a million dollar watch and, you know, a big crowd, <laughs> like that, especially if you're going to be stopping to take photos. But that happens, you know? whatever wasn't happy about it but a Crazy. million dollar watch taken it's off his wrist at the canelo fight it's a richard melee this shit's super expensive they just made the thinnest watch ever it's like a millimeter thick and it's even more expensive than that oh can we oh, see that? that's crazy the thinnest watch is everything yeah, is someone sanding something in the room? Yes. No, they're actually renovating my old apartment, which is now below me as I'm sitting in the new apartment. Above. Sounds like they have a sander out. Yeah, they're like they're demoing the whole thing out. So I think they're cutting out the cabinets. I'll I'll mute the mic. No, it's okay. It's not, it's like, fuck it. It's fun. Those are sounds of masculinity you hear <laughs> coming from upstairs. Construction. Wow. Uh. Whoa. Oh my goodness. That's that is thin. It's insane. Hey dude, so basically you could just bend that and ruin the watch. I don't, I don't think you can. Because <clears throat> I think they honestly they made it from like titanium or something. That's crazy. Uh wait, wait, leave it go up to, uh so thanks to a case which was developed over two thousand for over 2,000 hours, made of grade 5 titanium and capable of withstanding 5,000 Gs, yet only weighs 30 grams. Wow. Including the strap, it only weighs 30 grams. By the way, I think an ounce is uh, 28 and a half grams, if I remember correct from my weed days. More than 6,000 hours <laughs> were spent on development and laboratory testing with Richard Millet utilizing the laboratories of Audemars Peugeot and Le Brassus, Switzerland on the project. The resulting technical accomplishment has a 45-hour power reserve and is water-resistant up to 10 meters. Mm. So that watch only lasts for 45 hours? Then you got to do something to it? Well, it's probably like an automatic one. So when you wear it, it'll just automatically charge itself. Oh, wind itself? Mm-hmm crazy that caleb's greatest yeah, contribution to the watch. show is now this watch <laughs> <laughs> i'm a big watch guy so. okay you, let's finish go ahead go ahead no i just got you're into watches you collect them do you have anything yeah right now so this one i found out here this is the one i wear normally oh damn that looks expensive wow no that's not expensive you uh, got that for six dollars no, yeah, but the numbers, the numbers are, are written in in this uh yalla like, Yeah, it's like twice as expensive online as where I found it here. So cool. gotta get some uh, good deals while we're out here. Let's finish with number uh one fifteen. Oh, so you're not I thought you were in Sweden. Doesn't look like you're in Sweden with those numbers. <laughs> Next to Sweden, he's like close. Yeah. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> close. Uh, 115 Canada, give your kids drugs, and then I'm going to the skate park. Scotts Valley, if you want to go, Allison, we'll be there. 
on, can go outside and play with my friends. No, honey, there's still something going around. Okay. Oh, shit. She can't go out and play in Canada with the other Indian kids. Can go outside and play with my friends? No, honey, there's still something going around. Okay. COVID vaccines available now for children six months to 12 years old. So your daughter can go outside and play. That's fucking insane. With the other kids from Pakistan. Fucking nuts. Thank you for thinking of the kids. What was it just me or did something change? Wasn't it uh, under 18 years old? You were, there was like 0% affected by this, like 0%. Mm-hmm. Oh dude, I got so some crazy stats on that, that I want. I don't get it. I got some crazy stats on that. Like, it's fine that they're pushing it, but like, is anybody going down that route? Like, does anybody not look it up and be like, oh, well, they could not have it and they'll be unaffected. Why would you get it? (laughs) Okay, so this is the fatality rate for people with COVID between the ages of zero and 19. This is according to John Iannotti's from Stanford, the most published and revered scientist alive today. He will not even speak at engagements unless they are at nonprofits. He will not speak for money. Mm. And he did this study with Jay Bhattacharya. Phil, look, these are both fucking, these are double PhDs. One of them has a PhD, I think, in uh, biology and economics, and the other one's like in uh, neuroscience and uh, it's it's uh, in math. It's like fucking crazy. They just did this. They they've fucking crunched all the numbers between the age of zero and nineteen. Your survival rate is ninety nine point nine 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 seven percent. Wow. Because it can't be 100%. That's- yes. And that, listen to what Caleb just said. That's the smartest thing said on the show. Damn, Caleb, you're killing it today. Contributions left and right. Did you fucking hear that? Not not because it's not 100%, but because it can't be. Right. So that's such a great it's point. It's your fucking peanut wrapped around that. Thank you, Caleb. That was fucking amazing. I'm going to put really, that in the top three things ever said on the show. Really good point. So for every, every, for, for all of us and all of our reasoning, it is a hundred percent, but it can never be a hundred percent when it's statistically, it'll never yeah. be a hundred. Wow. Okay. okay. You ready for this for 20 to 29 year olds? 99.997%. Still better than birth control. <laughs> Caleb, what's your line? Yeah, Cause it can't be a hundred percent. Yes. But what about grandma? Okay. For 60 to 69-year-olds, the death rate, 99.499%. Holy shit. 0.3% more likely. 0.03% more likely. And this article goes on to say how how they fucked with all the numbers and how they did it. And... uh I, I want to do a whole show on it. Uh, I, I've, I have all my notes ready. I just know that once I dig into this, it's going to be fucking. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little intimidated by it. Why? What do you mean? 
Because it's just so much to fucking present. Like, it's going to be like 30 minutes of just fucking me trying to explain to you what these two fucking brilliant scientists have put together. Dude, just meditate on it a little bit and do what you do best and create an analogy that simplifies it down for everybody to contextualize it and understand. Oh, thank you, Sousa. Genius. Genius. Second best thing said on the <laughs> Yeah, but no, in seriousness, I think if you just meditate on it and go through a few of them, you'll, you'll find one that'll fit. Uh, what's what's the poll at? How many people jerk off to Danny Spiegel who watches oh this show? Oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bruce Wayne. Love you too, brother. Thank you for tuning in, brother. Later, uh, Bruce. Okay, that sounds about. So, what's interesting is I think that's our ratio of men listening to the show versus women. Seventy-seven percent um, uh, of our show, I think, is men. Twenty-three percent is women, and so we got the inverse of that. So it's just the women who are masturbating to Danny Spiegel. <laughs> What? Yeah, science. For sure. science. Science. That, yeah, it's been peer reviewed by us, and now it is truth. Uh, Danny, you're always welcome on the show. If I ever said anything um, that was uh, negative about your body, um, uh, I, I apologize. If I ever said anything negative about your body that you misconstrued, uh, you can go fuck yourself. And um, but you're still welcome on the show uh, amongst amongst men. Uh, go fuck yourself is a term of endearment. We'll see all of you guys maybe tonight, for sure tomorrow morning, for sure soon. Bye-bye.